to you and indeed hello to you. Welcome to Story Shed, the storytelling podcast for children of all ages, grown-ups too, uh, bumblebees, beasts, builders, anyone and anything who wants to listen is welcome here. Welcome in the shed for a good old story. This is episode 32 and it's a story called The Story Shed. Huh? How about that? Story Shed with The Story Shed. Anyway, I hope you are all well and that life is beginning to return to some kind of normality for most of us. Please drop me a line, say hello. I love, love, love to hear from you. Storyshedpodcast at gmail.com or ask your grown-ups to find us on Twitter and Facebook and places like that. But yes, drop us a line. A few people have done that recently, so at the end of the podcast, I will hang around to say hello to them just after we've heard our story and heard from our little helpers, Belle and Ida. Otherwise, let's cut the waffle. Let's crack on, shall we, with episode 32. Let's open the door to the story shed. Story Shed, episode 32, The Story Shed. Come on, said Amira, I'll race you to the sh... Before Amira could finish her sentence, Ali set off as fast as he could, out the back door, over the patio and onto the lawn, his green cape flapping wildly behind him. His little sister chased after him, giggling and adjusting the mask that kept slipping down from her eyes as she ran. Ali and Amira didn't live in a particularly big house, two rooms downstairs, two rooms upstairs and a toilet. But they did have a nice big garden to play in, a really long garden in fact. And at the bottom of their really long garden was a shed a pretty run-down, battered-looking shed with peeling paint and blacked-out windows. At least, that's what it looked like from the outside. And that's where the siblings were racing towards now. Ali, dressed in a purple T-shirt, red shorts, a green cape and a green mask. Amira was in a white leotard with a red cape and a black mask. Ali reached the shed door first and turned to wait for his sister, who soon followed. Both caught their breath before facing the shed together. "'Are you ready, Captain Fantastic?' Ali asked his sister. "'I'm ready, Dr Stretch,' Amira replied, her eyebrows furrowed into concentration beneath her mask. And in to the shed they stepped. Into the centre of a huge city!' Skyscrapers soaring into the sky, traffic blaring all around them. A train on a raised track weaved between the buildings. Look! shouted Captain Fantastic above the roar of city noise and pointing to the train track. Professor Nightshade! He's destroying the track! The train will come off the rails! Let's go, cried Captain Fantastic as she took to the sky and flew towards Professor Nightshade. Dr Stretch followed, his green cape flapping wildly in the wind. 
You're too late, shouted their nemesis, Professor Nightshade, as he saw them arrive, and he blasted a part of the train tracks away with his laser eyes. There was a gap in the tracks, the train, and all the people in it would crash to the ground. Immediately, Dr. Stretch stretched out his arms to hold on to one side of the tracks, keeping his legs hooked onto the other side, effectively becoming the train tracks himself, covering the hole that Professor Nightshade had made. At the same time, Captain Fantastic spotted Professor Nightshade trying to escape, so she used her ice blast to freeze him in a block of ice. He was going nowhere. The train, meanwhile, rattled over Dr. Stretch's body and carried on its journey. They had saved the day. A few weeks later, Ali and Amira were finishing off their cornflakes at the kitchen table. Want to play explorers? Amira asked her brother. Um, uttered Ali, still swiping at his tablet and chewing his cereal. Please! All right. Soon they were hurtling once more towards the shed at the bottom of the garden. Ali wearing an explorer's hat and clutching a map. Amira had a pair of binoculars around her neck which bounced up and down as she ran. Are you ready to face the unknown? Ali asked his sister as they reached the shed. Ready for adventure, sir, Amira replied. And into the shed they stepped. In to the middle of a thick, humid jungle, trees all around them twisting and turning towards the sky, the constant hum and buzz of insects, birds perched up high and monkeys chattering and swinging from branch to branch. Right, we have no time to lose. We have to spot the great abominable purple Amazonian leopard, said Amira. Never before seen in the wild said Ali. Said to be four times the size of a normal leopard, continued Amira, with purple spots, bright red eyes and fangs of gold, finished Ali. They set off into the heart of the jungle. They waded through a raging river. They scaled a sheer rock face. They swung on sweeping vines. They ran from a pack of monkeys until... Eventually, Amira stopped in her tracks, raised her binoculars to her eyes and slowly pointed. There it is, whispered Ali, following his sister's finger. The great abominable purple Amazonian leopard, confirmed Amira. A few more weeks later, Ali and Amira were lying on Ali's bed. Ali was playing on his Xbox a game that Amira didn't really understand. Want to play pirates? Amira asked her brother, who didn't respond. He was too engrossed in his game. Uh, Ali, do you want to play pirates? She repeated. Oh, I, I don't know, said Ali. I'm not sure I'm into... I mean, I, I start secondary school now. I mean... Amira's eyes started welling up a little. Come on then, said Ali, but I get the eye patch. Moments later, they were bounding down the garden, once again towards the shed. Ali wearing an eye patch, a pirate's hat and clutching a sword. Amira wearing her stripy t-shirt, ripped waistcoat and a bandana, 
clutching a flag. Are you ready to face the open seas, Long Jane Silver? Ali asked his sister. Aye, aye, Captain Blubberbeard, Amira replied, raising her map up high. And into the shed they stepped. Straight onto the deck of a pirate galleon. They were under attack. Cannonballs rained down from a rival ship. Pirates fought. The sound of swords clashing filled the air. Captain Blubberbeard, follow me, shouted Long Jane Silver. And together they climbed the rigging up as high as they could above the ship's sails. Look, cried Captain Blubberbeard, pointing out to sea and towards an island. Immediately they swung down from their position using the loose ropes. They landed in the water and swam for their lives. They dodged cannonballs. They outswam sharks. They swam through a lightning storm until eventually they reached the golden sands of the island. Crawling along the sand, utterly exhausted, all of a sudden they saw something glinting in the recently appeared sunshine. It was the corner of a magnificent treasure chest, overflowing with coins and jewels and jewellery. We're rich, cheered Long Jane Silver. Even more weeks later, Ali and Amira were watching TV. Well, Amira was watching TV, Ali was on his phone. Want to play Witches and Wizards? Amira asked her brother. Um. I don't don't really fancy it, sorry, Ali replied. I mean, I just, you know, I'm 11 now and and you're only 7 and... Amira's eyes started welling up a little. Come on then, said Ali, but I'm not dressing up. You can, I'll just come along with you. Moments later, they were sprinting down the garden once more. Well, Amira was sprinting, Ali was sort of half jogging. Amira wearing a cloak and a purple witch's hat, clutching a wand. Ali in his normal clothes. Are you ready to make some magic? Amira asked her brother. Sure, said Ali. And in to the shed they stepped. Straight into, straight into a shed. A dusty, cluttered shed. Half-empty paint pots, a broken lawnmower, a rusty lake leaning against the wall. Amira looked at her older brother, sadness, confusion and, and hope in her eyes. Ali's phone buzzed. He looked at it. Sorry, Amira, uh, Will is here. I've got to go. And out of the shed he stepped. Amira took off her witch's hat and sat down heavily on an old stepladder, tears filling her eyes. A few minutes later, she started trudging slowly back up towards the house, when, in the other direction, leaping down the garden, came Ali. Ali, dressed in a magnificent dark blue cloak and clutching his own wand. "'Are you ready to make some magic?' he boomed. "'But but what about Will?' stammered Amira through snot and tears. I I told him to come back tomorrow, and you haven't answered my question. Are you ready to make some magic? Uh, Yes, Amira said. Yes, I am. And once more, in to the shed they stepped. (laughs) 
There we go. That was the story shed. Once again, we've got Belle and Ida. Hello. Hi. Bonjour. What do we think about that, girls? It was good. I was amazed. (laughs) Fantastic. Good. Okay. Let's discuss that story a little bit. Tell me about Amira and Ali. Tell me about them. They're brother and sister. Ali's older than Amira. Good. Brother and sister. Ali's older than Amira. Super. What do they like to do? They like to go in their shed and do stories. Fantastic. What happens then when they go in their shed? Uh, They imagine that they're in different places. Super. So what adventures do they have? Can you remember? Pirates! There's cannonballs coming down and then and then after that they spot treasure. There was Explorer One looking through telescopes. It, it, I forgot the word. An abominable purple leopard. The abominable purple leopard. That's the one. Good. And what was the uh, another adventure they had right at the beginning? Um, a superhero adventure. They saved the train from falling down our train track. Captain Fantastic. I, I, I remember the stretch one. Yes. Stretch? <laughs> Doctor Stretch. Doctor Stretch and Captain Fantastic. And who was their nemesis? Who was the bad guy in that? Professor Nightshade. Professor Nightshade. Very good. Okay, so... They like to go on these adventures, they get dressed up, they go to their shed and they have these adventures. How does Ali start to change throughout this story? How does he start to change? Um, he gets older and doesn't really want to play the games anymore. And he's just on his Xbox, his phones and his tablets and just looking at his screens. Yeah, so he starts to grow up and doesn't want to play anymore. How does Amira feel about this? Sad and angry. How do we know? Because she starts crying. Why do you think Amira feels like this? Why does she feel like this? Um, Because all she wants to do is play with her brother. And she misses being, like, having really lots of fun with her brother and playing, imagining what she, what she wants to do. Fantastic. And what happens when they go to play Witches and Wizards? Ali doesn't really want to play, then he does, but then when they enter the shed, it's just a shed. But um, his friend comes, but then he he said, come back tomorrow, and then he comes back uh, dressed up as a wizard, and he played the game with her. He does, he comes back for one last game, doesn't he? Why do you think he does that? Because he realised that his sister wants to play with him, and he should. And he realised that his sister is sad and she misses playing with him, so he just quitted. Super duper, good stuff. Do you think there's a message behind this story? Do you think there's... What this, what's this story trying to tell us? You're never too old to play with your siblings. And if, if your sibling is sad and, they're on the set and your friend's coming, just say come tomorrow and go and play with your sibling. Excellent. Does this story, oh, does this story remind you of anything? I am. Leo. Leo, my brother. 
because he he used to play games with us, but then when he went to high school, he stopped. He thought he was too old, and he's just on his Xbox. And... All right, all right. Let's not let's not go too hard on Leo. Okay. <laughs> what kind of games did you play with Leo? Ooh, so I was called Mark Pig. Bella was called Jeffrey. We were playing Warriors. And Leo went to fight warriors and he had lots of clones of us and I turned into a pig and when he kills me I just come back to life again as a clone. <laughs> okay. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Is that the one game you Well used? no, we had another one called the like the toilet paper bandit. And 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 Leo 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 had um was uh, like a criminal with a psychic called Jerry, which was Ida, and then they captured me and made me his, made me their slave. And, 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 and every word I said at the end of it, I said Joseph. What do you think happened when Amira and Ali stepped into that shed right at the end to play witches and wizards? What do you think happened? They they went to. Like, maybe they were went into this workshop and they were making potions and stuff. They were in a castle. Good stuff. Thank you very much, my little helpers, Belle and Ida. Goodbye. Uh, see you next time. Bye. Okay, bye. There we go, Ida and Belle, our little helpers. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, just time to say hello to a few people out there who've been listening to Story Shed. Thank you so much for getting in touch. First of all, hello to Octavian in Manchester. Hi, Octavian. Nearly four. Listens to Story Shed at night at bedtime. Lovely stuff. And his favourite is How the Koala Lost Its Tail. Lovely stuff. Hi, Octavian. Thank you very much for listening. I'd also like to say a big hello to Jake. Hi, Jake. Cool name, Jake. I know that you've been listening to Story Shed for the past couple of years and you've been listening to Yoto Daily recently, so thank you, thank you for that. And I want to say a big happy birthday to you, which is coming up on the 18th of May. A big happy 8th birthday to you, Jake. Have a fantastic birthday. And once again, thank you for listening. Also a big hello to Lean. Hi, Lean. Lean Samara. Thank you for getting in touch. It says here that you listen every day on the bus to school. Oh, that's great. I like the idea of that. That's superb. Thank you so much for getting in touch, Lean, and thank you for listening. Hi, hi, hi. Also, hello, hello, hello to Maisie. Hi, Maisie, who is five and loves listening to Story Shed on her Yoto player. Super duper. Thank you for that, Maisie. Hello to you. A big, big thank you for listening. Also, hello to Liepa. I think I'm saying that right. Liepa. Sorry if I'm not, but hello to you, five-year-old Liepa in Worthing in West Sussex. I hear that lukewarm is a favourite of yours. Super stuff. Thank you for that, Liepa. Thank you so much. And finally, it's a big hello to Nisha, aged seven. Hi, Nisha and little sister, Neela. Hi, Neela. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you for getting in touch. I know you've been enjoying Story Shed and Yoto Daily too, which makes me very happy, very happy indeed. Thank you all for saying hello. Drop me a line and I'll say hello back. Podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Thanks, guys. See you again next time on Story Shed. Let's close the door, shall we? Creep!